Okay, Parshas Vayetze, Tavshin Ayin Beis, let's get started with this uh, exciting Parsha. Just a uh, uh, one-line thought that I saw in the uh, Yagdal Torah, quotes from one of the Rebbes, that um, for some reason, Parshas Vayetze, he never gave a Dvar Torah. He never gave a Dvar Torah, Parshas Vayetze. I guess every other Shabbos of the year he gave a Dvar Torah. But Lomar, Parshas Vayetze, Dvar, duh, right, didn't give a Dvar Torah. The question is, why out of all the weeks he never gave a Dvar Torah? See, he told his Talmidim, he says, Vayetze is all about life. It's about traveling. It's about building a family. It's about sleeping. It's about making a living. All these details. And Yaakov Avinu showed us that that's Torah also. Yaakov Avinu showed us that life is Torah. It's not just the learning is Torah, but life is Torah. And therefore, he says, you don't even need a Dvar Torah for Vayetze. Vayetze is life. Vayetze is all the details that we go through life. That's what he says. Roim Shaniya Torah Shlema Mimashi Ishudi Ochel Veshose Molid Banim Ozik Basakov. Right? How he has to make business. As long as it's Lashem Shemayim, it's Torah. And that's, that's what he says. I don't even have to, I guess that was to get people to ask him, so he really gave it to our Torah. But, uh, but that was, uh, that was his motivation for Parshas Vayetz. Okay. The Bale Tos, Bale Tosvis and Balaturim, many point out, we've discussed this in the past. That Vayetze does not have any breaks in it. It's straight. It's what's called stuma. So when the entire Vayetze is one, is one section in the Torah. You can find where it starts, but then when you have to find the Elias after, after the first one, it's always a challenge for the Balkari to find it. There are no Pashat Psuchas in there. The question is, why? Right, there aren't so many others. Vayechi, we know, doesn't even start Pasuach, unlike other, other Parshios. The question is, why is Vayetze a stuma? Question one. Question two, and we're going to read together a thought, a maimar of Rav Chaim Shvulevitz and Sichas Musser in source number two. We know one of the famous Tanoim were called, was called, Nachem Ish Gamzu. Nachem Ish Gamzu. Nachem the man of Gamzu. Not from Gimzu, but Gamzu. And the why was he called Gamzu? Of course, the Gemara tells us, because he always said Gamzu Latova. Whenever something happens, ah, this is also, this is also for the good. It's interesting that he's not called Rebbe. Rebbe Nachum? Almost every Tano is either called or Amora, has some title. Rabba, Rav, Rebbe, if he's from Eretz Yisrael. And yet here is just Nachum. Shmuel doesn't have a title. Okay, my father always likes to quote, I quoted this in the past, that Shmuel was busy being a doctor. He didn't have time to get smicha, so... But we know Shmuel. But almost every other Tana and Amora that has a, they have a, they have a title. They have a, some appellation, some, some rev, some introductory, um, word that introduces their name. And yet here, Nachum. Nachum Ish Gamzu. As if that that attitude of Ish Gamzu is enough of a description that you don't need any more. That's, that's, that's great. That's great even without saying anything more. Just Nachum Ish Gamzu. So what is it about Gamzu that is so is so special? So it says on line three, Avabishami Hilova Ishamai Veelok Nigram, Kalatam Batar Rebi. After the original, Shamai Hillel, Shmay Naftalyom, before the after the original ones, they're all called Rebi. Umikan Mashma Shatar Gamzu, who gadomi at our Rebi, it's like just as great. Once you're called Gamzu, you don't need Rebi. You're Gamzu. So what exactly is the special quality of, of Gamzu? So we have those two questions. Why is it Stuma? And what's special about Gamzu? What was the root of his, of his attitude? It says of Chaim Shvulevitz. Again, it's a long piece. I gave you bits and pieces of it, not all of it. I gave you parts of it, which we'll read together. Amar of line 13. And all the way at the end, we'll come back to why Vayetze is Sasso. Pazik says in Yishayahu, Lama Tomar Yaakov Vatadaber Yisrael Nistra Darki Hashem. Why does Yaakov say that my ways are hidden? V'yomar Chazal Medrash says May Olam Lamar Yaakov Davar Batel Alakan. Only here, Yaakov said something that was that was Batel, that was not uh, productive, that was not positive. What is what is it? Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu Ani Asuk Lamliches Benova Hu Omer Lama Hariosimli. He complains, Lama Hariosimli. And I'm, I'm in the process of bringing his son to Mitzrayim. I'm in the process of, of building the Jewish people. What's the message of the Medrash? Yaakov says, Lama Hariosimli. And 
Kodesh Baruch Hu says, Ani Yosuk Lam says, the Sichus Musar Hainu, line 17. The Yaakov Avinu Donis HaMikre HaPrati. Yaakov Avinu saw his life. And he saw the details of his life. And he focused on the details of his life. Which was Yaakov had a very difficult life. There's a Rashi in a couple weeks, Parsha, I think it's by Yeshev or Mikates, where Rashi says, right, the Dilut Sarasi, Saras Yosef, Saras Lavan, Saras Esav, Saras Dina, Saras Shimon and Levi. I mean, it's Yaakov, he didn't catch a break. Yaakov Avinu. So said, but he looks at his life and he and he sees difficulties. But what Hakadosh Baruch Hu is teaching us that even Yaakov Avinu, he's teaching a lesson. We can never look at moments in our life or even our lives as a whole by themselves. It might even be a superhuman effort to do such a thing, to view our lives not as pratim as details, but to view it in the larger picture. Because if we take the big picture, everything takes on a different, a diff- it goes under a different light. Yaakov Avinu has difficulties, yes. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm orchestrating the big picture. I need to send, I need the brothers to get upset, and I need them to do this, and I need Yehuda to be in the situation that he's in, and I need Yosef, because I, this is, this is, this is nation building. And this is Yosef at Tzadik going down to start Am Yisrael, to pave the way for Goshen. And Yaakov Avinu, by focusing on, on one part of his life, or even his life, says the Sichas Musa, that's the message of the Medrash. We always have to take a large view, a big view, and always say, I know, I know even if this is difficult. I know even if I'm having a hardship, in the larger picture it's good. The Grah has a letter, a short letter, a couple of pages he wrote to his family. It's, quite, it's printed in the back of a couple of Sidurim. The back of Sidur Agra is printed. But the Grah writes in his letter, line 21, Lamachar Tivke may asher hayom tishak. Tomorrow you might cry about what today you laugh over. Asono shel adam hu shedonet hamikreah prati. The tragedy sometimes, but sometimes it's not humanly possible, is that we look at and we feel, because we're humans, we feel because of there's a there's a prat in front of me. I'm going through a certain experience. But it's only a tiny little link, a blip in the larger picture. Everything could change. That's the attitude of Gamzulatova. Gamzulatova is the ability to look outside of what's in front of me and say it's good. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is all good. As it says in Eicha, Mipi'el Yom Lotetzi HaRos Vatov. Gamzu Latova. Shino Donis HaPrat Lefi Mashu Nireh. We don't go by what's in front of me. Ela Omer Gamzu. Besover Shal Cheshbon Latova. This is also Latova. Muftachu. Ki HaCheshbon HaKlali Yulu Tovaso. Kamo Shekasov. Mishpati Hashem Emesot Kuyachtov. Tzapazak says many. The Chafetz Chaim says this. The Mishpatim of Hashem, the, the God's justice is true, Tzadku Yachdav. Yachdav, when everything is viewed together, when we view all of history, all of our lives, all of our children's lives, all of our parents' lives, when everything is viewed together, Yachdav, that's when we can get a beautiful picture. I've mentioned in the past many times the beautiful mashal of the Rav, where the Rav says, we see our lives only as little strings here and there. He gives a muscle of a carpet. If you look at the back of the carpet, right, it all looks like a mush. Strings coming out of everywhere, and we only see a little portion of it. But when we see, in hindsight, you turn over the carpet and you see it's all part of a divine plan. We all see it's gorgeous and a beautiful tapestry, but we just don't appreciate it because we can only focus on one little area. Says the Rav Chaim Shulevitz, that's the attitude of Gamzulatova. That was Nachum, and that was his Gamblus. He was able to have this ability to see outside of what was right in front of him. 
And we even see this in his Talmud. His star pupil was Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, the famous story at the end of Masechus Brachis, he's quoted on line 30, La'olam Yehru Adam Raga Lomar. Rabbi Akiva says that everyone should always say, Kal David Rachman Latav Avid. Everything Hashem does is for the good. Rabbi Kiva was going on the way. He went to a town. He had a long day. He needed a place to stay. He was long. He was looking. He locked on one door. No room. Another door. No, nobody had room for him. He went to the inn. It was full. So what does he do? He has no, he has no choice. They didn't give him a place to stay. Omar. I know everything is for the good. I have faith. Even though it wasn't good. He was going to have to sleep out in the field. That wasn't so good, right? If we would ever go somewhere, we have to sleep in our... Imagine going to a place and the hotel is booked wherever you go. You go to a town. You expect to go. They all take it. hotel is booked. There's nobody else that you know. They so you end up sleeping in your car. Imagine sleeping in your car, maybe on a park bench. Oh, Gamzulatov, it's awesome. No. It was somewhat difficult to think that. Maybe Kiva had to sleep outside, subject to the elements. Azalabas Badabre went to sleep in the field. And not only that, imagine, imagine we go to sleep in our car, but for a minute we wanted to, you know, maybe get some snacks. So we go, we park by a grocery, and we go into the grocery to buy. So we come back to our car, and everything is stolen from the car. There's nothing left. All of our valuables are gone. So now what? Rabbi Akiva goes out into the field, and he loses everything. He has a chicken, and he has a donkey, and he has a candle. And what happens? A wind comes and blows the candle out. As we all know the story. A cat comes and eats his chicken. A lion comes and eats his donkey. Amazing, it didn't eat anything else. But basically, finished. He's in the dark. He has nothing. He's all alone. He's cold. He's lying in the field. What does he say? I have the attitude of my Rebbe. Everything God does is for the good. And he goes to sleep. What else is he going to do? Right? Bay, Balila, Asa, Gisa, and as we know that night, an army came and pillaged the city that he would have stayed in and Shavi Lamasa, Amalahu, Lav Amilahu, Kamash, Osaka, He tells us Talmidim when he gets back, or he told, says, Kamzalatova, if I would have had, if I would have had a horse, it would have brayed, or whatever a horse does, nays. And if I would have had a chicken, if I would have had the candle, they would have seen Gamzu Latova. That's Rabbi Akiva. But that was Nachimish Gamzu's Talmud. So he had this attitude of being able to see the klal, being able to see outside of one's actions. But that's how HaKadosh Baruch Hu views history. And that's how we have to try, though it's even Yaakov Avinu had trouble doing this. That's what we have to try to do as well. And Rav Chaim Shulevit says maybe that's even... That's even shot in the Gemara and Shabbos. Now in source number four. I am a Gemara Shabbos. I'm a Rav Bar Machsi. I'm a Rav. Laolam al Yishana Adam Bidobin Abanim. A person should not show favoritism to a child. Shebishvil Shmishka Shnei Slai Mila Shnei Zan Yaakov LeYosef Yosef Misharbanav because Yaakov showed favoritism to Yosef. Niskanu Boechav his brothers were jealous. Oh, because he showed favoritism, so therefore, Benesol went down to Mitzrayim. Really? I don't know. I thought there was a Brisbane Abbasarim. I thought there was a Xera before Yaakov Avinu was even born with Avram Avinu. So how are we supposed to understand that? That's Tosas Kasha. What do you mean? It's because of Avram's, because of Yaakov's favoritism. That's why they went down to Mitzrayim. Gav, line four. To Nigzar, Avadim I think we're going to go down anyway. Ayin Shemtotosis gives an answer. Says the Cheshvalevis, I'll give my answer. My answer is that there's the big picture, but then there's the little pratim. In the, in the little picture, yes, there's cause and effect. This causes this, causes this, causes this. Obviously, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is behind the scenes orchestrating everything in the big picture. We all have Bechir Chavshis. We all have to do what's in front of us. But we all have to know this. <laughs> there's so much more effects and importance and significance to every single act that we do. His actions just fit into the larger framework that HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up. And one final 
One final application, and then we'll return to Vayetze. The Gemara in Megillah, line 20. Gemara Megillah Davzayin discusses whether Esther deserves to be in Tanakh. There are a number of Svarim in Tanakh that there was a controversy when they were canonizing the Tanakh, whether to put it in. Koheles was a discussion, Shir Hashirim, and Esther. Right? Others also, maybe one other, but Esther. And the Shiloh was, was Esther said Baruch HaKodesh or not? That's the Gemara. And the Gemara tries to bring many different rayas that Esther was said Baruch HaKodesh. But the Ramafiel said the Sichas Musar. It's amazing. Excuse me. What's so hard? You can't figure it out? Was this Baruch HaKodesh or not? What's so hard about the difference between what people do and people guided by God? The answer is no, because you read the Megillah, it looks like people, but you know God's behind it. We need the Gamzulatova attitude. Obviously, B'nai Yisrael need to do tshuva. We can't say, oh, okay, B'nai Yisrael going to be, Esther could have answered Mordechai, Gamzulatova. We're going to, no, she has to take, do, uh, we have to do our Ishtablis, to stand up and, and to do what we ever have to do, to gather the Jews and to do tshuva. But, God's not there, but God's all over the Megillah. Right? To be Megala the Hester. Megillah's Esther is to be Megala, to reveal what's Hester, what's Nistar. Where does the Megillah start? It doesn't start with Haman. It doesn't even start with Mordechai. It starts with the Suda. The Suda. Because that was the root of the story. We got Hanoah. That was the beginning of it all. The, the, the Hishtal Shalus. And that's what he says, line 28. That's what we learn from the story. We see there's something called the big picture. And when there's a big picture, that's Maase Hashem. Even though it looks like Maase Adam. Finishing up line 30. Adam HaMetzarivus Kolapratim. If we put together all of the details and we see it in a complete true picture, we see Hashem. That's the Megillah. And maybe, he doesn't say this, but maybe that's why that was the last story, the last Sefer that we have in Torah Shabbat that was put in, that's supposed to last us till, till Ayel HaShachar, until the, until the Geula, because that's the Sefer that has so much Masay Hashem, even though God's name isn't there. It's all over, but that's what we have to try to realize in our generation. What does this all have to do with us? Next page on top. There's no space. To show that it's all connected. It's all connected. Yaakov leaving. Yaakov getting tricked with the wives. Yaakov having with Lavan and loving chasing. And Rachel saying, and she lies and she's nigzar to die, not, not, not to be buried with Yaakov. And going back. And the Malachim. It's all one story. No breaks. It's all one unit. There's no break there. Kilo chalakim chalakim hi. It's one, it's one story, it's one unit. That's why it is all together, and that's why Gamzu is an amazing appellation. He doesn't need Rebbe. Gamzu Latova, just that attitude. Just to be Mosif, one, one added point. That is, I heard this from, uh, once from Ravavram Shore. One said, we just thinking about the, the Rebbe, Nachamish Gamzu, and Rabbi Akiva, the Talmud, who said, Why did the Rebbe say it in Hebrew? Gamzu Latova, while the Talmud said it in Aramaic. Everything God does is for the best. Is there a difference between those two? Rabbi Akiva lived in Eretz Yisrael, so he shouldn't be speaking Aramaic. But that's the member that we have in the Gemara. Nachamish Gamzu, Gamzu Latova. Rabbi Akiva, the Talmud, called over Rachman Latava of it. So Rabbi Mshur, I think he quoted somebody, he asked another question. Another question. We say every day, Hashem Yimloch Leolam Va'ed. And in, you know, Uvalet Sion, we translate it into the Aramaic. 
Hashem malchusei ko'eim lo'olam ulo'omei omalya. What's the difference between the two? It's not an exact translation. Hashem yimloch li'olam va'ed is future. Hashem yimloch li'olam va'ed. Hashem will rule. Hashem malchusei ko'eim is present. Hashem malchusei ko'eim lo'olam lo'omei omalya. It's present tense. God rules. Why in the Hebrew, well, that's the Pasuk, Hashem yimloch li'olam va'ed. Why do we translate that in the Targum, Malchus a present tense. Says of Avram Shore, Lashem HaKodesh, Hebrew, reflects clarity. It's clarity. That's clear. The, to- the, the world was created with Lashem HaKodesh. The ultimate language is Lashem HaKodesh. Lashem HaKodesh is clarity. It's open. Aramaic, Targum, by definition, is hidden. It's the Targum. It's the it's what what's hidden behind the psukim. We don't see Hakadosh Baruch Hu always openly as ruling the world today. It's a lot of Hester. So when we speak in Hebrew, Hashem Yimloch Liolam Boed. Clarity we don't have yet. Clarity we believe it, but we don't have it. Hashem Yimloch Liolam Boed. There's no clarity. It's not it's not the Nisim Gluyim. But we know we know He's there. Nistar Hashem Malchusei Ka'im. We know presently it's hidden. It's like Targum, it's hidden. But Ka'im, we know he's presently here in the Nistar. We can't say Hashem, Hashem, right? Hashem Molech, right? Hashem, uh, right, right now. Hashem Malach, Hashem Malach, right? We say it, but in that passage, Hashem Yimloch. So he says, Rav Shore, that's the difference. Rabbi Nachemish uh, Gamzu was on such a level, he was the Rebbe. He could even say presently, Gamzu Latova. That's on a higher level than Rabbi Akiva, his Talmud. Who could only, Rabbi Akiva's like, I have no idea. It looks pretty bad to me, but you know what? Cold over Rahman Latav of it. In the Aramaic, he could say it because it's Nistar, it's hidden, but he could say Latav of it, but he doesn't, feel, he doesn't see it, he doesn't have the clarity, the, the superhuman powers of Anachemish Gamzu, his Rebbe, that could even say it in Lashon HaKodesh, Gamzu Latova. That was. That was Rabbi Akiva, and that was Nachemish Gamzu. A little difference. Why in Hebrew? Why in why in Aramaic? The difference between Shem Yimloch and Hashem Alchusei Kohen. Okay, now just a Hosafa to the Sichas Musar of Rav Chaim Okay, we continue now. Perach Avches Pasuk Yud Aleph. Let's get to some Sukkim. So by Yitzchak Yaakov Beersheva, Yaakov leaves Beersheva. Vayelach Harani comes to Haran. We've discussed many times, a few times in the uh, the past years. Why does it repeat it? Vayetze, he already says he left in last parsha. Maybe he left for different reasons. Listen to his father, listen to his mother. Vayifka b'makom, vayolen shanki v'ashemesh. He comes to the spot and he goes to sleep because the sun set early. It got dark. Vayikach ma'avnei b'makom, he takes from the stones. Vayasem he puts it around his head. Vayishkav b'makom hahu. Every phrase here. Chazal pick up on, laden with meeting, laden with a lot of messages. Let's focus on the last phrase. So Chazal tell us, he slept there. Why there? Lashon miyut, says Rashi. Rashi says, Lashon miyut. Ba'oso makom shachav. He slept in that spot. He hadn't slept in 14 years. Shahaya Osek Batorah. He was busy learning. Fourteen years he didn't sleep. Stopped, stopped learning, he fell asleep. Right? He was traveling. Traveling makes you tired. Right? So that's Avram Avinu. I'm saying Yaakov Avinu. He went to sleep. Rav Dessler in Chela Gimbal of Mikhtam Elio in Surah number six has a ha'ara related to this Rashi, related to this Chazal. There is Chazal. For fourteen years and now he slept, says the Zohar. Isa b'zohar, ki Hashem yizbarach nosein dafka layoef koach. We say a bracha every morning. Had nosein layoef koach. Question is what the source is for that bracha is, but not for now. But we say it. The minhag olam is to say the last bracha before the big one, the long one. We say had nosein layoef koach. Hashem gives gives strength to those who are tired. The zohar says he dafka gives strength to those who are tired. Those who push themselves and are now tired, Hashem gives strength. If somebody doesn't work, if somebody doesn't make themselves tired, what do you need strength for? You don't need God. Hanosein layoif, hanosein dafka layoif koach. Right? Dafka layoif. 
V'chein yivakacha adam. A person will prove to himself. Shal yidei amalo batar v'avodetz Hashem hu mischazek. It's an amazing quality, says Rav Dessler. The more we learn, the more we push ourselves, Hashem gives us renewed strength. Kaveil Hashem. Chazek v'yemesli v'echa v'kaveil Hashem. We get, v'kovei Hashem yachalifu koach, the Navi says. We get, we get strength. We get extra powers that Kaddish Baruch Hu gives. Those who push, whether it's in learning or it's in mitzvahs or it's in chesed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives special power, special extra reserves of energy. Sometimes we look at certain people and we're like, how, how are they moving? How are they like jumping around? They don't sleep. They're just like running all over the place and they just keep going. They're, they're a machine. They're a machine. You think of some of my Zohar Abayim, we think they give like, like 10 shirim a day. It's like, it's like, Hanosein dafka la yoiv koach. If they're involved in any, if they're involved in giving 14 business presentations, it's not going to happen. If they're involved in Torah, had no dafka lo koach. And l'chor pelahu, says the Mechadiyah, isn't it fascinating? And it's a wonder. Shahashena mira'ananas es kochas ha'adam. Sleep refreshes us and rejuvenates us. Let's think about that for a minute. Chazal tell us that sleep is one sixtieth of death. When somebody is close to death, does that give them extra power? Does that give them, wow, if somebody, chas v'shalom, is sick, that makes them better? That gives them extra strength the closer they are to death? The more you do something, the more that affects you. If I sleep, I should be more tired when I wake up. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into the teva of people, of nature, that we need sleep, and not only do we need sleep, but it just does the opposite of what we would think of that. We're so used to thinking that, oh, we need sleep to, to feel refreshed. Okay, but we're used to that. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have created a world without sleep. And if you think about it, if we, sleep is kind of the opposite of what we want to do. Ki el HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is what Hashem says. Me'idaki, so just as a contrast, says Rav Dessler, teva ivari haguf, Think about our bodies. If we use a muscle, that muscle gets stronger. If we don't use the muscle, the muscle turns to mush. And then when we try to use it, it doesn't work. If we don't use our bodies, that makes our bodies stronger. We go to sleep. Why does that work? It should be the more we don't sleep, the more, just like every part of our body. But that's what Kaddish Baruch Hu said, dafka sleep. But every other part of our body, the more we use it, the more it becomes energized. That's in the physical realm. You might think if you use one of your muscles of our body, instead of becoming weak, it becomes stronger. Says Reb Dessler, if it applies in the physical realm, it applies in the spiritual realm as well. We think if we break our heads over trying to understand the Tosmas, trying to understand something, it's gonna it's gonna weaken? No, the more we, we use a muscle, whether it's our brain, our spiritual powers, the more that gives us strength. Just like in the physical realm, the more we're osake and we dive into the sea of Torah, so then the more stronger we're gonna get at it. Adam we make we make a mistake sometimes. We think we're going to get weakened. Yes, there is a concept of Torah Matesh's Gufa Shalada. That is a concept. But he's not going down that path right now. Just the opposite. Kodesh Baruch Hu always helps us out. It's a promise. That's our Kavan in the Brach in the morning. Whenever we push ourselves and we feel like we're, we're ut ut, we gotta say, Akhmas Brachun, no sin, dafkalayav koach. He's gonna give it. That's Rashi. He didn't sleep for 14 years. That's possible. Yaakov Avinu. He didn't sleep for 14 years. Akhri Amal shall you dial it Shanabes Medrisham. Akhri Shabachalaz Manulo Shachav Lishon. You would think, you would think that he would be a weakling. You would think Akhmas Brachun gives strength to those who push themselves. So what happens? First Yaakov goes past like, Oy vey! I passed the place where my avos davened. So what happens? He flies back to Haramoria. Okay, you can say he was a nace. But still, he moved. He moved. 
What's the message for us? This was someone who was cool, Shakur, but Torah, Baruch says, I'll help you out. I'll give you Kvitas Aderech. You can get back quickly. Because the Baruch gives special kochos. He doesn't say, but you can add. He gets to, he gets to um, the place where he's looking for a wife, and they can't move that huge rock. And what does he do? No problem. I'll move the rock. Yaakov? He hasn't been lifting weights in, in the Yeshiva Shel Ever. And he has no problem. These shepherds are waiting to get all come together. He has no problem. He pushes off the rock. Hanosein dafka la'yoef koach. That's the Zohar. It's a promise from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We push ourselves in the right places, in the right areas, in the right directions. So as we pe- see people who are osik b'tzarchi tzibur, they have an endless, right, endless, endless energy involved in this chesed and this project and this. Why? Because that, that's Hakadosh Baruch Hu's promise. We just got to take the first step. We got to push, and that's the that's the chesed of sleep as well. Sleep helps us energize ourselves, unlike unlike all other all other parts of our body. Okay, let's talk about the latter. Vayachalom, Yaakov has a dream. There are many dreams in Sefer Bracious, and they all start here. Vayachalom, he has a dream. And we have Yaakov's dream, and we're going to have right. It's all very. Bracious is always very exciting. We just have to. We have to condition ourselves that we're excited about Tazriyah Mitzora as well. You know why? Should, okay, Vayetz say dreams, awesome. So we have to try to condition, build our steam. Vayachalom, vini sulam mutzav artsa. It was a sulam, sulam mutzav artsa. Verosha magia hashemaimo. I think we mentioned last year sulam. Some of the rebbe say is gematria seudas lavoyas malka. It's the Malka. It's a ladder you could take from Shabbos to weekday. You could take and bring the, the Kedusha of Shabbos into the weekday. That's Sulam. Sulam. Suda Lavais Malka. Okay. And it could get to heaven. Malachim were going up and down. Up and down. Rashi, of course, quotes If it's Malachim, don't Malachim live in Shemayim? What do you mean up and down? It should be down and up. So why up and down? So Rashi quotes, Olim tchilo v'yachakach yordim. Why? Malachim shelivuhu ba'aretz ein yotzim chutz la'aretz. The angels that he had, the Eretz Yisrael angels, they weren't going to chutz la'aretz with him, so they were going up. They left first. Va'alu l'rakia. V'yardu malachim chutz la'aretz l'lavoso. And the Malachi Chutzlaris will come down to accompany him to Chutzlaris. We discussed two, three years ago, you know, why is this happening here? He's not at the border yet. Not for now. We discussed the Maharal in the past. But now we're going to have three other ideas related to this Rashi. All from a different aspect. One, just a Pshutl Shel Mikra thought. And then two other ideas as well. Idea number one is from the Torah Tamima. Torah Tzimim has another sefer on Chumash besides Torah Tzimim called the Tosefes Bracha, source number seven, where he has more scholarly type of comments and bibl and uh, grammatical ideas. So there, in the Tosefes Bracha, he says Rashi Medayek. Rashi had the question as we as we uh, formulated, why did it say Olam first and then Yordim? Because uh, it's referring to the Malachim of Eretz Yisrael, Malachim of Chutz Laaretz. So the Tosefes Bracha just notes that. You don't have to say this. Va'anachnu, source 7. V'anachnu kasavnu b'inyan kaseb makam acher. I've written elsewhere. Shemiderech haksuvim shelo lahakbid l'chtova me'uchar kodem lahamukdam. Many times says the Torah Tamima, the Tosefes Bracha, Rav Baruch HaLevi Epstein, you find phrases in the Torah which are flipped. And it sometimes says the second one first and the first one second. This doesn't mean in muktam muqab Torah. That's talking about sections of stories or halachas. That for sure. There's a kata in muktam muqab Torah. But he's talking about phrases. Phrases, psukim, sometimes are flipped. Sometimes chazal pick up on it, sometimes they don't. For example, he says, back in the curse of Chava, what was Chava cursed? Harbe arbe etzvonech veheronech. What's etzvonech veheronech? Etzvonech is sargidobanim and heronech is pregnancy. So the curse is you're going to have sargidobanim and, and, and difficult pregnancies. 
Tzaga the bottom is before the pregnancy. What, because you're dreaming about the problems the kids are going to make? Right? And then, and it's the opposite. So, he says, this is the Derech HaPsukim. Or Parshas Vayechi. The bracha. Birchoshadayim varacham. Birchoshadayim means nursing. Racham is, is a uterus. Nursing and babies? So usually the, the opposite happens. Unless here you want to say a woman starts getting milk even before the baby's born. Lumdis, the Torah is alluding to. The flows habore. Okay, but Pashtus is that it's the birth and it's the nursing. Or third one. It's in your mouth and in your heart to do. Usually, we think about something and feel it, and then we act upon it. So he says, I don't think one should be medayik. I don't think, uh, he's not against what Chazal do. Right, he's not against it, but he's just saying what didn't have to here because sometimes you have uh, just the flip in phrases in the Torah. And then he quotes even in the next paragraph, Even by here, When HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe to go down after the Egel, he says, Lech raid. Go and raid. Descend. No, he should descend and then go. He's up. First he goes down and then he's going to go. But it says, Lech raid. So even from Shemayim, just like when Moshe was in Shemayim, the the, the Lashonos were flipped. So here too, all of the Yardim, the Lashonos are flipped. Okay, either way, that is Ha'ara number one. And that is from the Tosefes Bracha. That, you don't have to be so medactic. In the Lashonos sometimes, it could be the opposite. Number one. Number two. A second idea. Second idea. And that que- th- this uh, is asked by Rav Sternbach in source number eight. Tam Vadas. I'm sorry, I didn't write it on top. I'm sorry, I didn't write what these were. A lot of us have left out, uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what they are. Right? The, 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 number eight is Tam Vadas from Sternbach. Says of Sternbach, ask of Sternbach, why did the Malachim have to leave? So they go, Malachim Yisrael, so let him go. What, a, what? Just like a Jew goes to Chutz Laaretz where there's a Tzarech, so a Malach will go to Chutz Laaretz with Tzarech. Why did they have to leave? Akasha, Lama Malachim Yisrael, Livu, Chutz Laaretz. Why couldn't they take him? Why couldn't they go with him? The nearest says the Rav Sternbach. What were these malachim? Why were they nivra? The malachim were prote- malachim are always divine protection that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us. Divine protection. Vahasiyua nitan laadam kefi havanaso ukdushaso. And malachim are always exactly suited and created for what we need. Whatever we need, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us those malachim. In the days of old, they were so conscious of the malachim. The Shulchan Aruch even quotes from the Gemara that when, whenever one used to go into the bathroom, there was a, like a two-line phrase that we, they used to say like to the malachim, you know, wait, I'll be right out. Right? And then, and then they come back. Thanks for waiting. Right? We don't say it as well as that because we're not so conscious of Malachim that are near us. We, we talk to Malachim once in a while. Friday night we talk to Malachim. We welcome them. We say, have a good Shabbos. Right? So once in a while we get to talk to Malachim. Sometimes it may be not so appropriate in the middle of Slichus and Machlokas about. But in general, Malachim. So Malachim are there for us to protect us. And they're given to us for what we need. Cesar Sternbach. In Eretz Yisrael, you need special type of malachim. Because Eretz Yisrael is a land of extremes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we know, always puts Kedusha and Tumah together. As he puts Shamata Vigdulato on the Sanuso, Kedusha and Tumah. The word Kedusha is the, similar to the word Kedesha. The word Kedesha is an illicit type of relationship. Kedusha is obviously holiness. Eretz Yisrael needs special types of malachim. Because there, of course, one could get to 
higher spiritual levels than any other place in the world, but along with that, Rahman al-Islan, there also has to be Kochaz of Tumah. Zochel ha-malachim takifim litchos kochaz ha-tumah, ava v'chutz la-aretz, nechlesh kochaz ha-tumah, v'kfar lo-tzorch ha-malachim eilu. Lokach ma'anikim ma'adam ha-malachim b'chusim. Said of Sturbach, who lives in Yerushalayim today, says in chutz la-aretz, it's not as needed. You're not, it's not, the stakes aren't so high, as high. Stakes aren't as high and therefore you don't need the Malachi Eretz Yisrael. Look at Malachi Chutz Laaretz. Malachi Eretz Yisrael are right here. Vashapir, and that's why when Yaakov goes to Chara, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu switched to Malachim, Shebekocham litchuz atumah ba'aretz. Malachi Chutz Laaretz, Shekocham matim lakochaz atumah b'chutz Laaretz. What do you learn from here? Mizenilmat, Shebe Eretz Yisrael, Tzorach Siyata Deshvayim Yuchedesh. Shekochos atumah mezgabrim ba u'menatzchem eskochos atumah zochim laharam yuchedes v'shamayim. It's a it's it's a land that's very real. Anyone who lives here feels that this is there's a, re, a very real tangible existence here because we're in the palace of the king. We're close to home. We are home, and malachim are here to protect us. There's a special hashgach in Eretz Yisrael. It's a land of extremes. There's more tsaris here for Jews over the past number of years. But there's also such such ha'ara, such light, being close to the to the to the Avos, to the, be the land of the Avos, the land of Tanakh. Says of Sternbach, we have to appreciate the special divine pr- protection that one has when one lives here. A more intense and real existence. Greatest levels can be reached here. And therefore, uh, we have malachim to protect us from the dangers that also have to be here inherently because of the Tumah and the Kedusha that go together. That is number two. Finally, third idea related to the malachim. Amazing idea. And this is, once you see the question, you're like, why didn't anybody else ask this question? Maybe other people did. If you look at the beginning, what we just say, what Arachi just explained, the malachim went up, malachim Eretz Yisrael, and then the Malachi first Lord came down. So there was a moment in time when Yaakov was alone. There was a break. The Malachi Eretz Yisrael went up. The Malachi first Lord, what, they came down, they passed each other on the, on the, on the ladder? Right? Or there was, but when they went up, Yaakov was alone for at least a second. And yet, in contrast, what happened at the end of the Parsha? The end of the Parsha, Yaakov Avinu was on his way back, and... He's on his way back. Oh, he meets Malachim. Rashi quotes, it's the Malachim of Eretz Yisrael to come accompany him back. At the end of the parsha, there's an overlap. Why on the way out... Do the Malachim have a break? The Malachi Eretz Yisrael leave before the Malachi Chutz Laaretz come. While on the way back, the Malachi Eretz Yisrael come to greet him before the Malachi Chutz Laaretz leave. That's the kasha of Rav Sarotskin. Azayim Latora. Says Rav Sarotskin, Yim Tomar Sorosa Menayin, Eich Nishar Yaakov Loshmira. How is Yaakov allowed to be left without anything? So he says he wasn't left. What's the next words in the Torah? When the Malachim are going up and going down. Hashem nitzav alav. Hashem's there. Hashem's guarding him. I got you covered. In between. There's a hefzik here. Says Hashem covered Yaakov. Wonderful. Why? Why here did HaKadosh Baruch Hu have this moment in time when he was with Yaakov alone and on the way back there was no God, it was just overlap of Malachim. Umadua lo hiktimu Malachi Chutzlaretz. Lo read this Malachi says Yaakov, code him. Why did the Malachim of Chutzlaretz come down first? So there could be an overlap just like at the end of the parsha. Halomatsinu. Just to give you a parallel, the Amud Ha'esh by the Midbar, as we know, they overlapped. The Amud Ha'esh didn't leave until the Amud Ha'anan came. The Anan and the Amud Ha'esh. So, Beisra always had a protection. Makdim lavoba erev terem shalach amud anon. Vamud anon haya makdim lavoba boker terem shalach amud haish. Kedesh shalu yisharu b'Beisra below shmiras midbar. So why didn't the malachim do this either? Says Rav Sarotsky v'yesh lomar 
Sheyakov Shacha Bamakom Kodesh Kadashim. Where was Yaakov sleeping? Haramaria. He was sleeping on the Makam Amikdash. Boha Evan Shinasan Marash Osav, he Evan Hashasiya. What was that rock? That was the Evan Hashasiya. Mimena Hushtata Olam. The world was created from there. The Akeda was there. He was sleeping on the rock. The Yaakov, Shekana Es Yaakov was coded the Bechorah in last week's Parsha. And pre-Ega we know the Bechorah, the firstborns, did the Avodah. So Yaakov was the Bechor on the Kodesh Kadashim. Hayaaz bebechinas kohen gadol hanichnas l'fayvul ofnim. He had an, He was like the Kodesh. He was like the kohen gadol being nichnas l'fayvul ofnim into the into the into the Kodesh. V'darshon chazal darshin afilu mawachim lo yeh ba'ol moed ba'osashah. Even angels are not allowed to be in the Kodesh Kadashim when the kohen gadol goes in to have yichud with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's why the Malachim had to have a break and couldn't overlap on the way there. Yaakov, who was the Bechor, who was on the Evan HaShesiyah, maybe this is a Maisa of Osimon Lebonim, as the Ramban writes all over Bracious. He was the Bechor. He was the first Bechor that did the Avoda. He was there on the Evan HaShesiyah. Kodesh Kadashim. Kodesh Baruch Hu's Nitzav Alav. We're alone. This is how the Kohen Gadol is going to do it forevermore. Wow. was giving his stamp of approval also here. Don't think that you're running away and you tricked and I'm mad at you. You're the Bukhar. You're the Bukhar. You could maybe that's why he Dafka made him sleep here to give him this chizuk before he went to Chutzlaretz. He ne Bashuva Mecharan. On the way back, overlap, nothing needed. Because Baruch didn't have to, didn't have to, you know, appear separately to him there. So that's why there it's Machanai. Okay. Continuing. So, Yaakov goes, and he comes, Parachavtes, after his dream. Vayisavim, Yaakov Raglov, Vayelach Artsavadikadim, he goes east. Vayar, he sees a Be'er, as we know, so many people met the Barsherta at the Ba'er. Vinisham, Shlosha, Ezraitzon, Rabsim, Aleha. There were three flocks of sheep. Kimanaberi, Yashku, Adarim. From this Ba'er, the Adarim were, were going to uh, get their water. Evan Gadola, big stone on the Ba'er. Vinesvu, Shava, Kalha, Adarim. They were all there, and they were all waiting. Vayavalam, Yaakov, Achami, Ainatem. Where are you from? Yaakov starts a conversation with total strangers. And they said, Oh, we're from Haran. He said, oh, you know Laban? He said, sure, this is his daughter coming up the road. We'll get back to that. Vayomer, Yaakov says, What are you lazy bums doing here? Why are you lying here doing nothing? Get back to work. What do they say? Sorry, we're waiting. We can't move the rock. And What should they have said? Who do you think you are? You are a total stranger coming to here and giving us Musser? And what do they do? They just answer him. We're waiting. Oh, thank you so much. What is going on here? Yaakov starts giving them Musser. They're lazy. They're wasting their time. And instead of saying, ignoring him or, or, or saying something to him, right? Lovin wasn't the nicest guy. Right? This place wasn't breeding Sadiqim. And yet, they just take it in stride and they say, oh, we're waiting. They didn't get upset. Why not? Says the Panevich Says the Panevich Line 5, source number 10. This is from Yagdul Torah. Amar Pa'am. Roimanu is Yaakov Yagil Haron. Umaschil lohair lorom hate on a yom gadol oasis of a mikneh. We would have expected they'd complain. What are they doing? Imagine if somebody, total stranger, walks into shul. You have no idea who he is. And then the chazan's about to, about to start. And he goes and like starts, starts saying, why are you doing this? You have to do that. He goes to the bima, gives a clap. What are you all doing? You're all doing it wrong. 
We would say, who are you? Why did they say it? What are you doing? Mi shimcha. Hayachad bala gurba yishpot shvot. And yet, no, they, they, they took it in stride. Says the Panavit Sharav, the secret is one word. The secret is one word. Back to the Psukim. What did Yaakov say to them when he comes? Pasuk Dalid, Vayomer lahem Yaakov, Achai, Me'ayinatem, Vayomru Me'charan Anachnu, Vayomer lahem V'chulu. His first word is, Achai, my brothers. He starts off with a word of affection. He starts off with a word of, we're all on the same team. That's, that's what does it. Masbir, chavui b'mila rishon as Yaakov pasach bo, achai me'ayinatem, kishinach ma'biya klapi zulascha hargashot shal achva, v'alochosh b'libo she'izu abir ba'alma. If the receiver of the words feels that you really are interested and they're good and you love them, and they realize that you're out for their tova, they'll accept it. How do you know? It's all in the attitude. It's all in what we, how we say it. Muvtach l'cha. We're, we're sure, it's sure that it's going to be nichnas. And now go back to the first two paragraphs that I skipped on purpose. Harami Panovich Hayoyodua B'Kocho Gadol, the great power of the Panovich Arav, who started from nothing on a mountaintop in Bnei Brak and started the Panovich Yeshiva. Lichbosh, he was known to bring back and to bring Torah to even those who were so distant. How? Every time he started a shear, Hua Ya Omer, Mafteach Hakesem, Lulibos, the magical key is Achimi Karim. Taira Bridalach. Whatever language you're talking in. It has to start with a phrase of affection. A phrase that, I'm in it with you. I'm here for you. Even in colloquial, now Hebrew, everybody says, Achi. On the street, Achi. We have to realize what it means. Hopefully that means that we're all in this together. Right, but that's, that Achi. That, that's the roots. This is the roots of that, of that minog of colloquialism now in Israeli society. It comes from here. Achai. Me'ayinatev. That's the word. Okay, two more thoughts for the evening. Number one. Another Azayim Torah. One other uh, Ha'ara. Again, pick up on these psukim that we just read. What happened here? Let's think about, again, the conversation. These are not always the most exciting psukim that are focused on in the parsha. We have the, the shvatim, we have the chalom, we have the sulam. So what happens? He comes to the well and he says to them, Yeah, should we know him? Is he okay? He's great, and you know what? Right over there, that's his daughter coming this way. Stop. What should Yaakov have done next? He's come a long way. His mother told him, go find a wife. He goes to the well and they say, yes, that's his daughter. What should he have done? He should have turned around, run over to Rachel and start getting to know her a little bit. And yet he doesn't make a move. He doesn't move. He continues only after that. He says to them, you know what? You really shouldn't be, be doing this. You know what? Why, why are you here? And they start that conversation and he's still talking to them and Rachel comes. Odenu medaber imam, the Pazik emphasized. He was still talking to them. And Rachel comes and why didn't he forget the shepherds and go to Rachel? That's why he made this long trek. They say Rachel's there. He's like, okay, thanks very much. Right? You ever, you ever get directions from somebody and you say, well, how do I get there? And they say, Yashar, Yashar, Yamina, Small, and Tagil, Thank you very much. How's the wife and family? How's, uh, are they okay? You need anything? You know, it's, you, get to, you got the information you needed. Now go to Rachel. Two thoughts. One from Sarotskin. So Sarotskin says, maybe, and this is a, a genre of, of um, Vart that uh, is said many times by the Briskarov, but here it's said by the Azayim Latora. He was worried about, where is it? Source 11. The Yeshlomar, bottom right. Shachashash Yaakov, that's also the Azayim Latora. Shayelcho Aroma Baitim Adarim. The Yishar Hulavadu Emrachal Basada. He was worried. No, how many, how big was this town? If every, the, the well was outside the town, everybody else would be, would leave. He'd be left there alone. With Rachel. Isr Yichud. Chashash Yichud. Maybe that's what he was worried about. And even though she wasn't married yet, and that's only an instant to Rabbanon, 
But as we know, the Gemara says in Yuma, Kimu Avos Kaltar Kula, Afilu Mitzvah Rabbana, Nachalo Nitna. Lafichach Dibre, that's why he kept the conversation going. And that's why Yidavka emphasizes, Odenu Medaber Imam. He was still talking to them when Rachel came. So he wouldn't be alone with her. He wouldn't be alone with her. There's a concept of Yichud even in the open if you are in a private place. If you didn't know there's nobody around, nobody coming here, there could be an Ezra Chashi Yichud as well. That's the Zion Latar. Well, maybe one could suggest another idea that maybe the emphasis is that he wasn't only interested in his personal uh, desire of finding a wife. But Yaakov was interested in justice. And he saw a wrong in front of him. And yes, he got the information that he needed. But he saw people cheating on their employers here. He saw these shepherds lying there doing nothing and he couldn't leave without fixing the problem. He couldn't leave without helping them. He couldn't leave without righting the wrong. So maybe that's another, an additional idea why he didn't jump and go after Rachel and he kept talking to them and then, and then dealt with Rachel as well. Okay, one final point that we have. Say something about the Shvatim. There are 11 of them born in this week's Parsha. Chazal, Perachavtes, Pasig, Lamed, Hey. Chavtes, Lamed, Hey. Shevet, number four. Yehuda. Yehuda is born. Why is he called Yehuda? Hapa'am Ode'es Hashem. Leah says, I will now thank God. I will now thank God. Hapa'am Ode'es Hashem. Yeshli Lahodos. Chazal Darshin, in Mesechah's Brachas, I didn't give it to you. Chazal Darshin in Brachas Dav Zayin. Leah was the first person to give thanks in history. Ode'es Hashem. Famous question on that Gemara is, what? Avram Yisak, I'm sorry? Uh, Leah, Leah was the first one to give thanks. The question is what? The Avos never gave thanks to Hashem? They never said thanks? They, they were kfui tovah? Leah was the first one in history to say thank you to God. Right? It's a well-known question. All the Mepharshim on the Gemara try to figure out what the Pshad is. Says the Kamoti Shalal Rav in Surah number 12, quoting based on an Al-Sheikh. Quoting an Al-Sheikh. Quotes from the Sefer Aryakarus. The Al-Sheikh says on the Pasuk, Ata seser li mitzar titzreni rani faletis aveveni sela. You are hidden from me, God. You save me from tsaris and you surround me. What does that mean? Says the Alshech. Famous Alshech HaKadosh from Tzfat. Hine adam mugbabari iato. Sometimes we have limited vision. V'lachein kasha yikra lo neis kemola mashal. If a neis happens to me. Let's say we're traveling and a lion comes across our path and he just goes in front of me and I go, thank God. And I'm saved. I'm going to go home. I'm going to tell everybody I was saved from an almost near death. And I'm going to go to, I'm going to get an aliyah that Shabbos. I'm going to berchaz gomel. And I'm going to throw a kiddish and I'm going to make a suddhis hodah every year from now on because I was saved from the lion. What happens if you took the same trip and the lion was behind the reeds and you never saw the lion. But you just went straight. And you also weren't touched and never hurt. We just didn't realize it. We were in the same danger. It was the same thing, but we just didn't realize it. We have to realize in life, we can't just look at open miracles. We go out to the shuk, we have to realize it's dangerous out there. If we have a headache, we have to realize it's right? Heard an unbelievable story this week. Rabbi Miller from uh, from Gruss, he gave a hespit for Rabbi Eisner's the Chronicle of Racha. Just after a few weeks ago, as we know, and he said that it's past Rosh Hashanah for many years, Rav Benny was the Baal Tokea in Gruss, near Shalayim, and Rabbi Miller was the Makris. He told over in his Hesped that this year he didn't think Rav Benny would be able to blow, and, and um, he was very weak, and on Rosh Hashanah morning, he, he looked at him with eyes that said, I'm blowing. And he started to blow, and he started. The first Tekiyas, first 30 Tekiyas, boom. Next 30 Tekiyas, boom. Next 30 Tekiyas, after, I think I forgot the number, I think it was after 60, he tried and he couldn't. He couldn't. He sat down. Sat down. He's, Miller said he went over to Rebeni right after the, uh, right after uh, Davening, and he goes over, are you okay? He saw he was winded, he saw he was not well. He wasn't well in the first place. Not well. Rebeni says, the Kodesh Baruch was so good. Kodesh Baruch was so good. 
He says, what? What? He says, he says, he says, you know what? All my life, I never thanked HaKadosh Baruch Hu for every single breath I was able to take. He says, now, he says, every breath I'm able to take, he says, I, it's, I, I thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because every breath I take is, it's, it's, it's Nikar that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is helping me. We just don't know. Leah was the first one to thank God on something that we take as nature. A baby. Baby. We all think of babies. We all have babies. Everybody has babies. How many babies are born every month in Shari Tzedek Hospital? Thousands. How many babies? Babies. It's nature. Yehuda. Hapa modes Hashem. I'm going to recognize even in Teva, even in what we think is normal and regular, we have to realize that everything is a miracle and everything is something that we should not take advantage of. That's the pattern of the Pasuk of the Alshech. Hashem, you're hidden from me, but I know you saved me. I know you saved me. We should all, should all be zochet to have that re'iyah that Rav Beni had. Rav Beni had, not in that situation, but... To realize that he is always there with us. And he is, right, Gamzulatova. Should be Zochan to have that attitude as well. Everything is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu is always with us. Okay, we'll stop here and uh, we will continue.